Hey, hey, what's going on, everybody? It's your boy, Coach Lee. Welcome to another exciting show that we always going to bring to you. Tonight is Tuesday, so you know what that means. It's the Sports Chatter Show about what's going on within the group, some of the topics that we've covered, some of the smack talk, you know, that may have come about. But before we move on to that part of it, you know what we got to do. We got to bring in a man with a plan. He think he's Ted DiBiase, but he's the million-dollar man. <laughs> What's up, player? Hey, 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 man. Look, I'm telling you, I like the intro, man. I did like last night, the way the game ended for the Saints, man. You know, I'm... I wasn't yeah, gonna say man. nothing. Hey man, I'm I'm sad, Uncle Leroy, man. I'm sad, Uncle Leroy. But look, hey, this is dude Uncle Leroy. Don't say the Leroy without the junior. Man, we back on another sports chatter show, man. What's going on? How's it going? Hey man, this rain, man, it's kind of making me sleepy a little bit. But I know <laughs> I'm gonna get some energy right here, though. <laughs> so wait, so rain makes you go to sleep? Makes you man, sleepy? Rain boy, that's like like NyQuil for me. <laughs> Wait, so do you turn the water on when you use the restroom too? No. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. I probably say, God damn, man. You, got, you and nah. water got in, uh, some type of connection. Nah, nah, about. Nah. All right. No, nah, just when it's time to sleep, just the atmosphere is dark outside, the rain drops, sleep like a baby, man. Okay. Probably okay. to a fault. <laughs> <laughs> Let me find out. You be, you be going to sleep with them, uh, the music playing in them. Dude. Actually, I do. <laughs> <laughs> I never think about it. I do. Have my headphones in. I'll be out of there, man. Hey, look, Sammy, I put my mask on. <laughs> 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 that drives out the salt, the, the, the salt noise, man. I'm telling you, the tranquil, uh, the river's flowing and shit, whatever. Right. But, yeah. But, man. But, no, hey. Good day. Definitely a good day. We're going to go on and rock this show out like we know how to do it. Okay. First topic of the night. Hit that center on you. Exactly. First show of the day. I mean, first topic of the day. You have a chance to watch the Chiefs versus Chargers game on Sunday. I know it's kind of an out of market game for us, but I think the show at the end of it is excited. Out of market. Well, we all came ball like you, Mr. Sunday Ticket. Hey, you know what I'm saying? And look for the membership fee of $10. You can you also you can also watch that in the in the group because you know hey unlike any other group sports talk with friends we do stream the Sunday ticket every Sunday but of Get course I watch <laughs> yeah <laughs> man and it was a pretty good game like it was crazy the way that they actually uh, got the little rookie in the game because Tyrod Taylor you know he got what chest at first it was said a chest injury then it was a chest pain right. but either way it go he got pulled right so, right right. You know, right before the game, and they just tapped this uh this young cat, Justin Herbert. And man, did he ball. Ball is an understatement. You know, they said if he had came out the previous year, he might have been the top overall pick, possibly. Wow. But he decided to stay his senior year because his youngest brother was coming in. He played tight end. And he, he wanted to play with his youngest brother. Oh, how cute. How cute. How cute. I don't yeah. know if I left that money out there like that. What? I'm about to tell you. <laughs> hey, bro, we're mid- hey, bro, I match up with you in three years, man. Let's do this. Just, just like that, for real. Because money in the hand beats money in the bank any day. Any day. But like you said, man, he came in, he balled out. They took the defending Super Bowl champions down to overtime. No, they, no, uh, The Chiefs came out with a victory. It's a divisional game. They always going to be hard. But a lot of it came down. So, like you say, the rookie and his overall performance. 
you know, man, I don't even, I don't even know how you know, he came in. He was cold, but he came in ready to play. So, you know, they might have a little bit of dilemma. So we got a couple of um couple of little if I get it up here. Oh, we got clip, we got footage? We got footage, man. Oh shucks now. We got some footage, y'all. It's a third and goal. End zone bound. Perfect pass. Nice over the, over the top three. The Rook. Mm, very impressive. Corner. What was impressive about that play? He, he made the right read, man. You got a lot of times the rookies come this in, they be terrible. Tall. Rarely. They come in, <laughs> they can't read. You know what I'm saying? They're running the a single high at the top. He read it. Now watch right here. Got a man up that down here at the bottom, zone in the, the middle. He found the right spot. He's the most wide open man. Boom, him. right there. They dried it up for him. He, he bit. Looking in the backfield. Never look in the backfield as a DB. You're going to get beat, uh, beat every time, man. So, okay. you know, he came <laughs> So he came in. DB. Let me find out you played DB, man. They play every position but old line, but we're gonna keep it rolling up. <laughs> <laughs> now he came in and like I said, he did very good for the rookie, man. He actually um he made his debut because of the chest injury. Now, through three quarters, he um no, he actually had 273 yards in the touchdown, but he finished 22 or 33, 311 yards, one touchdown, one pick, but he had a 94.4 QBR. So that's not too bad for the rookie, and he also made history. He became the first NFL player in the NFL um, history to rush for a touchdown, pass for the touchdown in the first half of the debut game. Hadn't been right. done since 1954. Who? 1954. <laughs> 54? My, dad, my dad is riding on tricycles then. <laughs> <laughs> that's what they had to wipe. They still did the wipe. I think they did the wipe on black and white TV. That's a long time ago, man. But one thing that stood out for me, um, you know, because I heard the guy's interview, uh, the young kid's interview, it was very impressive. He was like, you know, he came in, he was poised, he prepared like he was getting in the game. He never came in and, you know, because some people, like you say, especially rookies, they might come in, oh, you know, kick their leg up or, as some may say, Cadillac their first season because they're playing behind someone. But not him. He came in to the, you know, came in, you know, came to the team practicing and preparing like he was the starter. So shout out to him and he showed on the playing field. Most certainly, man. Uh, I'll give you no know, him to be able to come in and do that. So definitely, like you said, shout out to him. But the coaches staff looked like they got him prepared for it. You know, he came in, he kind of knew what the game plan was going to be for him. They didn't make it too complicated for him. They kept him, you know, within his parameters to not, you know, to not make it too hard for him to read the defenses. Thinking about, you know, I got to go here, I got to go there. They just slowed it down for him, and he mm -hmm. came and he played. They can only build upon that. Now, Tyrod Taylor. I think he's still um, hurt going into this game. I, I think we were talking earlier. You said possibly that, yeah. you know, the rookie may be getting a second start. But mm -hmm. the coach made a little bit of um, headlines because he was adamant. He goes, no, obviously he had, you know, he's starting this week, you know, potentially. But he said as long as Tyrod Taylor is healthy, he's mm -hmm. going to be the starter. And that the rookie is the reason why he's, you know, he's the backup. So with that being said, we got a little short snippet there of, of his press conference. Um, we all know what this is about. This is saving, he's saving face. 
look at that. Look at that. Look at that. Looks like a lie. He lying. Right? He look like he's about to lie. Under the circumstances, young men stepped up, and I thought he played well under the circumstances. There were some things, yeah, we could have done differently. We could have made some different decisions here and there. But uh, I, I thought I thought he I thought he stepped up yesterday when we needed him to, and uh, he gave us a chance. Uh, that's what we expect out of him. And uh, and moving forward, you know, uh, if uh, if Tyrod's not available, I have a lot of trust in this young man that we can win with him. I think his teammates does. You buying what he's uh, selling? That was good to see for the most no. part. Don't get me wrong. I thought, I thought what Justin <laughs> Well, did, you know, he's I out of the high seat, they say, you know. But there was a he lot lost his franchise quarterback. You know, Philip Rivers is in uh, Indy right now. Um, he's been out there a couple of a few years, like three or four years now. I think it might be his fourth or fifth year that he's going into. So he's seen as a lame duck coach right now. So obviously, if I was in that situation, I'm had to if I was in that situation, well, I ain't got HBO either. So <laughs> so yeah, hey man, I cut the cord, man. But uh, if I was in that situation, I would probably I can definitely see his point of view. He wants to go down fighting. Uh, you know, his job's on the line right now. So is he prepared to you know, is he prepared to put his his job in the hands of a rookie, or he want to go with the guy who know who he knows. Now, everyone who knows Tyrod and followed him, this this is typical Tyrod. He gets an injury, he gets pulled. You know what I'm saying? Like this is what happened. It happened in you know everywhere, everywhere he's went. Buffalo, um, was it the Browns? Everywhere he goes, he gets this is the type of stuff that happens. So you really cannot plan a full season behind Tyrod. And foolishly, you know. Fooey on a coach for even thinking he can be a full season, uh, a full season QB because that is uh, is not proven. The data does not show that. You know what I'm saying? So shout out to um, whomever. I don't even know who to give a shout out to because well, you know, what? shout out to the football gods for whatever just happened to Tyrod and letting that that uh, young kid Justin Herbert getting in, get in there because he needs to start. And what data does show a coach. And their team gets put on hard knocks, they get fired. Ask the Texans. <laughs> <laughs> so, Coach, yeah, man, you better watch for your job. It, man. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, I wasn't. I was. Imp- I was not impressed with them. You know, doing the uh, hard knock show, and I'm still not impressed with them now because I don't think that they have the team to sustain a, a late run. Nope. Man, that sounds like zero faith, man. That zero faith? It don't just <laughs> zero. Zero. <laughs> so shout out to Chris Vegas St. Clair. He's actually the one that brought up the topic um yesterday, as far as you know. So all this talk about all these QBs, but did you see the way this man played yesterday? Other than hey, one week in the state. Eric, thank you, big league, for hanging out with us. Down already. There. Other than one that. wicked mistake, this man played great. You know, we seem to come to that agreement of it. You know, uh, your feedback, I, I, yeah, he performed well. And you did say the name of the start as of yesterday. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. So they did. All right, what up, what up, Cub? But yeah, you know, so he did perform well. But someone in that post said, like, yeah, it's all cute. Well, I added the cute part. What a tape <laughs> You know what I'm saying? They're going to get tape on him, then they're going to stop that. So then they're gonna make it, you know, then they're gonna make it very difficult for him to put up those numbers, for him to get those opportunities to make those reads because you know he's a college QB. So when they start hiding blitzes, doing these different schemes, and you know, doing different packages and moving players around, you know, uh pre-snap, you know what I'm saying? Like, how is he gonna make those reads on the fly like that? 
because they'll be able to. It's gonna be hard. Exactly. exactly. So you know, they all hype. They all hype. So you know, it's a rebuilding. It's a rebuilding time for them. I think they need to just name the uh, rookie the starter, and you know, count them off. Exactly. Already. Now speaking of all hype. <laughs> hey, hey! I think I, I know this is going. God, I'm I know it's a trigger. <laughs> Can't take this shit no more. <laughs> okay, your boy okay. Chris Paul, man. All right, all right. right. I'm back. I'm back. Okay. Now, I give Paul his prize. I'm just not a CP3 fan, man. Me neither. You know, he seemed to be a team killer. Oh, okay, see. <laughs> the dude can ball, but some of the stuff I heard, you no. Know, you know this out there about what he does to his teammates how he, you know he's punking them and stuff like that if you got somebody on your team that's uh uh not able to to take the hazing don't put that on him let him focus on that go find somebody else to mess with <laughs> you know i right. heard he's the punk deandre jordan all the time i hope that ain't true because you talking about he like two times his size man <laughs> hey. hey man he's been in new orleans man that was his first trip you know what i'm saying so uh... <laughs> I don't know. So a, a report came out that, you know what I'm saying, that uh, Giannis went to the front office. You know, they had the untimely exit from the uh, NBA playoffs. Mm -hmm. And a lot of people said, you know, they need to have a leader on their team. They don't have we a leader on their team. Nobody mentally tough. So I think he's identified that. We sure did. And I think he's identified that. He watched the show. He ain't identified. He watched the show. He was like, man, them dudes show right. That big-headed dude, bro, Uncle Leroy, he right. And then, <laughs> you know, I'm telling you. So, you know, it, we got a little bit about it. You know, it may not happen because he's getting paid a lot of money. Right, right. I mean, a lot of money. So, <laughs> Max <laughs> Deal. It's frozen. It's frozen. Oh, there we go. Oh, there we go. Okay. There we go. He it's moved. a delay. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't think it's going to happen because they don't have to give up too much. The only way I see it happening, you know, if they – but he's going to be in the same spot because even if it happens and he gets shipped there, they're going to have to send back a bunch of players to make up for that, you know, the salary. And in return, they're going to – I think they got, what, 15 first-round picks or something like that? They're going to have to send those probably back to Milwaukee, but he's going to be in the same spot. It's just going to be him and Giannis. So he still ain't going to have a complete team. So mm -hmm. I don't think it's going to happen. I think the probability of it happening is slim to none. Um, is he worth it, though? Who? Chris Paul. Would you who? trade for him? Do I, who? <laughs> the only thing good about CP3 is his tennis shoes, his shoe game with the HBCUs, all that. You know, I'm a CP3 hater, yes, because the way he did my horns. Okay, so I definitely understand that when, when it's the same boat. But taking that out of the equation, still if, you, if you was <laughs> – so even if you was a GM, you wouldn't pull the trigger on that deal? No, because what you said, identified it earlier. You know, he has issues in the locker room. And, you know, especially with a young team and a young leader, you don't want him to lose – you know, lose his team, lose his locker room. So if you bring Chris Paul in there, that's as a, another dynamic. He's going to want to take over the locker room. He's going to want to be the guy. He's going to want to have, you know, connections with front office. He's going to want to talk to the GM, the owners. He's going to want to do that. And that's what his track record shows. 
And that is going to be a killer to the team because they already don't have leadership. We've seen that and we spoke about it during the uh, playoffs. You know what I'm saying? So we see it. They see it. They're acting on it. So, you know, I don't think that Chris Paul will make it to Milwaukee, but I do think that it might be the other way around. Sound with you, CJ, baby. Thanks for hanging out with us. Always. So, so I think that, you know, the it's a higher chance that Giannis might go to OKC. The bland of canoodling. Did I say that right? Is it canoodling? Like where they stick man, the man? That's an HS. That's an HSO there, man. That's a high sports opinion. You mm-hmm. think you think he got okay? I, okay, mm, see, I can see that now. You own something there. I said that I put that check the thing right there. You know, everyone talking about well, and look, shout out to somebody who like, well, I don't think the the post says that he's uh you know he's coming, that he's leaving uh Milwaukee. Like, man, get out of here. What's that with your friend? Freddie, thanks for hanging out with us, uh, Dallas in the building. But already, you know, okay, see, they've already given up a lot of stuff. You know, they've already right. so I think that you know, so you know, they're in a better position than the Milwaukee Bucks are. So why why would they do that? Why would they take away to go after someone else when they're in a strong enough position to come to the table and make claims? That's all I'm saying. So yeah, but you caught it. You said you knew he was warning out. Mm-hmm. Um. And shout out to my man, uh, Quincy Sherman, that brought up this topic in the group. Hey, I hadn't thought about it till you said it. That makes a lot more sense, man. They got all those drive picks that they can say, here, Milwaukee, take X amount of drive picks, give us Giannis. Y'all still got your nucleus there, other Mm -hmm. than, you know, the star. But you got the drive picks you can build upon. You get an OKC. I do that in a heartbeat. Right, exactly. It's just me. OKC is in a better position. They made a stronger run in the playoff. I mean, like, true. like the Bucks. I mean, they crashed. They, they, they were a crash dummy. They they crashed. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So they definitely got to change up something right then. And then, like, then the stuff that's happening that happened in Wisconsin. So all of that ties into their personnel picks that they're going to make uh, moving forward. I can definitely see that. No, um, Cool Breeze, Bates, Middleton, or Blesso, or both. We have to be in the deal. What's up um, with the call, baby? Thanks for hanging out with us. He said he tried the NBA trade machine. They have to give up Middleton and Jimmy Cinco or Chinko, whatever his name is. <laughs> Ocho Cinco. <laughs> <laughs> but that we have to give up him. Um, Greek ain't, you know what, if the ball isn't in his hands. I agree with I that. That's where, that's where Chris Paul comes in, in, in the mm-hmm. play at. You know, he can distribute him to rock. Right. He got figured out. They put that zone defense on him. <laughs> <laughs> right. It was he over. came run head first into there, and they, hey, they made a jump shoot out of him. That's mm-hmm. not his forte. Agreed. Agreed. Dominique right. Lopez, he don't need to go to no Warriors. We tired of Warriors winning. They need to go sit exactly. out right. We need to return back to the old Warriors. They had that turn. <laughs> <laughs> For real. We done with them. Now, this one I like right here. Uh-oh. If we team up with Luka, they can get five or six chips. I don't know about that, but we definitely can get damage. <laughs> <M-M-M-M-L-M. laughs> Y'all going to fill some seats. That's about it. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> but we talked about that, too. You know, so it's funny, like, you know, all our projections, you know, they're coming up now, we're hearing them, we're seeing them, you know, because we did say, you know, with the Luca, but, you know, it would be hard because you still got the uh, Piaka, what's the, 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 the tall guy? With the P, the last name P. You don't oh, have no um, young team name. Don't worry about it. Don't worry. Porzingis. Yes. 
Don't like, got with oh. I'm like, who is that? But you know, I got all them foreigners on the team. I know all those names, man. <laughs> yeah, that's why, hey, when I was teaching, I was like, look, you sit here like you number one, you number two. Don't give me right in. <laughs> I'm a kid your name. I told him. I was like, don't tell your mom on me. <laughs> hey, I'm down with you, Lando. Thanks for hanging out with me, partner. What's up, Lando? Appreciate you as always, bro. But yeah, man, I'm going to have to watch that because him coming to OKC, I can definitely see them figuring that, you know, that out. Yeah, I think they can do that, you know. Just, just stay away from the LaHose. I, I, I just, I can't get over. Like all I think with OKC is just the catfish, the canoodling. Thing. Oh, canoodling? Yeah, ain't much up there. Okay, <laughs> so it, it's it's all right, but we're gonna keep it pushing though. Now, I know you Saints lost last night. I had to throw that. Hey, in. hey, <laughs> hey, hey. <laughs> but we're gonna talk about something that's near and dear to my heart as a resident Dallas Cowboy fan. Oh, <sighs> that's the you could. <laughs> you can just cut this segment. You're gonna talk about my saying then praise the cowboy. Do I am the resident cowboy hater? Hey, you know but saying? we came, man, because they got traction, and you actually were the author of this particular one. Thank you. Because see, not only I'm the resident hater, I am the historian <laughs> of the Dallas Cowboys history. So Zeke versus Emmett. Zeke versus Emmett. You put in there, you know, pretty much skill, 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 skill. <laughs> Yes. Talking about that, uh, Zeke is better than Emmett. You buying that? Hell to the no, 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 no. <laughs> That's why I put that up there because you know this is totally and utterly ridiculous. Now I'm gonna tell you what's funny because when back in my time, you know, Barry always Barry versus Emmett. When we used to sell, tell a Dallas Cowboy fan Barry is better than Emmett, you know, and we used to say because Emmett needed a line to hide behind. Now That's we true. say Zeke versus Emmett, and now they saying the Dallas Cowboys had a, a great line back then. How is it that? No, how is that? Now, uh, how is I don't that? Know. You know, I don't know. So out to Lando. He says no. I agree. I agree too. So let's look at this in layers. So I layers. went up in layers. So I went and looked, and I compared their first four years. The first okay. four years, Emmett played six more games than Zeke. Now, Zeke had about 1,170 carries. Emmett had about 1,260. That's what we talked about. That's my point. Emmett's at 5,700 yards. Zeke's at 5,400 yards. So Zeke averaged 4.6 to Emmett's 4.5. Pretty close. They're pretty comparable. But Emmett had 10 more touchdowns, 50 versus 40. So he's getting to the zone a lot more in, in, in just six more games. Also, a lot, a lot of people don't give Emmett enough credit. Zeke is by far a better receiver out of the backfield. He has 1,600 yards, but Emmett had 1,200. Not too shabby considering that they were a run-dominant team back then. So total right. yards, Emmett had about 63, about 6,400. Zeke had just over 7,000. Now, that's the first four years, but the one caveat that's in there is – by by year four, Emmett already, if I'm mistaken, he already had two trophies in the showcase. There we go. There we go. Now we're talking winner talk. Emmett had more touchdowns and he had more hardware. And he more led hardware. the team. You know what I'm saying? Like he had he led the team. Like all thing Zeke doing is getting in trouble and getting getting what tattoos on his stomach. Like, man, shut up and do your job, man. Like, you know, there's no way that Emmett, I mean that Zeke is better than Emmett because one. 
the game was different. The game was much more tougher. It was gridiron football. So Zeke would, I mean, so Emmett would touch the ball from 25 to 30, you know, at least 20 to 30, 25 carries a game. I don't see that type of production from Zeke. So don't get me wrong. I think Zeke might be the better athlete because, you know, he can do more things than what Emmett was tasked to do. But, man, it was a totally different game because if you look at it, you know, granted, you say, okay, granted the Cowboys had the line. But who was the quarterback when uh, Emmett was was back there? It was Aikman. It was Aikman, exactly. Yeah. Who was the quarterback now with Zeke? Dak. Who's also a dual threat. True. So that changes the dynamic of everything because, you know, the linebackers have to play differently. So, you know, I'm always going to be an Emmett fan. But shout out to uh, Jen- Jennifer. She says, skip all that shit. Show up and I don't want that now. <laughs> <laughs> shout out to oh boy, the women of Sports Talk and Friends with all this ass. Talking about skip my whole clown out these streets. <laughs> Your whole hoe out here. <laughs> Oh, yeah. <laughs> from our resident cowboy fan. That, so that's that's the skip right there. That's <laughs> skip, man. Skip me on that stuff, man. Right. <laughs> it be calling me, man. <laughs> so, but I just came across something. It's you no know, with Emmett. You think of longevity. You know, he played a long time. You know, he, you know, he was he was still productive as a as an older player. Now, I just looked up and it said in the uh, year four, which was last year for Zeke, he had four carries of twenty or more yards. Mm-hmm. Impressive. Four carries of twenty more yards. Not too impressive. I mean, it's pretty impressive. But thirty-five okay. year old Emmett in year fifteen also had four carries of twenty or more yards. That's what I'm saying. I'm like that wasn't <laughs> impressive to me. <laughs> <laughs> You know, but numbers don't lie. Numbers don't lie. They, it, it validates what you might have thought. <laughs> <laughs> the upper room. But, yeah. <laughs> but, yes, man, like, I, I, can't, I can't see how people couldn't, you know, get in the hype and say Zeke is a better running back than Emmett. You know, like, I don't get it. I don't get it. I don't get it. Like, say, you know, the game's different now. You know, they winging it out over the thing. Don't get me wrong, Zeke do his thing, but at can they win without Zeke? Probably it's gonna be hard though. Right. But the Cowboys show early on when Emmett wasn't in there, that wasn't the same team. I think the year <laughs> it held out, they started out the season 0-2. I'm about to tell you, there was a difference when Emmett wanted his coins than Zeke when he wanted his coins. There you go. You know what I'm Jerry, saying? Jerry came out of pocket real quick. Right. <laughs> he wasn't with no Emmy who? Zeke who? Hey, <laughs> the man. Hey, the man. Hey, was, but I had fun as always. Who you got for the shout outs tonight? Uncle Lee uh, Roy. Oh, 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 hold on. You know, I'm feeling a little, you know, I don't have my mask on, so, you know, definitely feeling a little awkward today, but definitely got to give a shout out to uh, Kyle Robinson, always supporting the brand. Definitely give a shout out to Travaris Cadet. Y'all tune in Friday, 7.30. That's our next interview. So uh, shout out to everyone who joined the watch party, everyone in Sports Talk with Friends. Man, we bubbling inside time. Let's keep this thing rolling, rolling, rolling. Keep this thing rolling. But it's your dude, Uncle Leroy. That's all I got. What you got? Hey, till tomorrow, man. Y'all be careful. Fill the window.